1: For reasons unknown, the recently deceased are rising from the grave as flesh-hungry zombies. Fleeing from the undead horde, a small group of survivors including Barbara, Ben, and Harry sequester themselves in a remote farmhouse.
2: This is Ryan
1: and this is Ashley
2: and this is Ruining, Ruining Our, our childhood. childhood. A weekly podcast where we remove our childhood goggles and put on our adult bifocals to rewatch and review our favorite movies from the past and for some reason that tripped me up. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I <don't> the know. <laughs> thing you say every single week. And I I'm pretty sure I kind of wrote that line. Are you kind of I think I came up with the idea of childhood goggles and you helped put it together but I read it every week. Yeah. For that that shouldn't thirty something weeks.
1: Um, This is a podcast where us.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is a podcast where we go back and watch our extensive movie collection. Yes. And see if the movies hold up.
1: Yes, and I'm Ashley.
2: (laughs) And I'm Ryan.
1: Wow, we've done this before, guys. This is our something thirtieth, thirty first, second. Something. We're in the thirties. We're in the thirties. Almost as old as Ryan. And Ashley. And Ashley. You always forget about me. Hi, I'm Ashley. Nice to meet you.
2: And just so we're clear, (laughs) we did shake hands right now. Very awkwardly. Yes, we did.
1: (laughs) With the same size hands.
2: (laughs) Same size? (laughs) (laughs) Same hand.
1: Oh, wow. Are we drunk?
2: Uh, Okay. No, but we should be.
1: So this week, we're doing The Night of the Living Dead. But before you go, oh, cool, the George A. Romero... (laughs) 1968 version, we're not doing that version. We're doing the 1990 version that a young Ashley watched and it opened her heart (laughs) to zombies Yes. and all things zombies. I was a weird kid.
2: You were definitely not obsessed, but you were into zombies far before the rest of the country got obsessed with Walking Dead and stuff like that. Yes, were to not
1: r- sound like a hipster. Yes. I was very much into zombies way before they exploded in pop culture.
2: To the point that your old car had an I Love Zombies sticker on it, 2004?
1: Yeah, and I remember at one of my jobs, somebody going, that's the weirdest sticker I've ever seen, which now I'm thinking in our society now, 2019, where zombies have been a little on the outs Because Walking Dead's been on for, what, nine years? Yeah. And it's not as popular, but a couple years ago, when it was at the height of popularity, like, that bumper sticker's not weird. No, Uh uh-uh. You know, everybody's wearing stuff with Walking Dead or, like, Daryl Dixon stuff. Mm -hmm. So, it's just funny to me that I was kind of the weirdo because I liked zombie movies. And this movie was what started it all because I was about 12 or 13, I was watching uh tv late one night by myself and i just kept flipping to this movie and watching some of it getting freaked out switching it over to something else usually i think it was like a sitcom or a cartoon i just (laughs) know it was definitely as you say a palette cleanser cleanser. Mm -hmm. and it just every time the movie got too intense for me i switched it because i was like "Eh, i shouldn't be watching this late (laughs) at night at 13 by myself yeah surprised I didn't go sleep with my parents that night. <laughs> I might have. Maybe I blocked that out. I don't know if you've ever seen this movie.
2: I don't think I have. And you know, now that I think of it, I'm not sure that I've ever seen the original. You have. I have? Okay. Yes,
1: we've watched it together.
2: I know you are were essentially my introduction to zombies. Yeah. I did see the Dawn of the Dead that came out in like 2004. Yes. I remember seeing that in theaters. Same. But when I met you, you had introduced me to Shaun of the Dead, the original Dawn of the Dead, which is much better than the remake. Yes. So all of my zombie knowledge comes uh, from you.
1: I do remember us watching it, the original, in when we lived in the apartment, because the version that I have has a basically a riff tracks. It's just a DVD commentary with Mike Nelson from yeah. Mystery Science Studio three thousand and. And retracts, uh, mm-hmm. and I think that's... that I remember. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we did watch it, and it the original is a, a very interesting movie. But there are parts of it, especially I remember that they do like in real time, where well, one of the main characters is putting wood up on to block the doors, uh-huh. and it just seemed like it was a really long, yeah, process that he was like he was doing it in real time. Mm-hmm. They didn't do like a montage, no, uh, but it's still like. Parts of those that movie is just they're pretty interesting.
2: What I always thought was insane about the original, I would say that it was the original low budget movie turned into an insane cultural phenomenon. Yes, for I, sure. I looked it up. That movie was made for a hundred and fourteen thousand dollars, and it made. $30 million.
1: Which is crazy because it's a lower budget, but even for that time, it seemed that's quite a bit of money.
2: Quite a bit of money, but the turnaround that <laughs> no, they got. No, for sure.
1: And then it just, it helps create a genre. So... Yeah, it really did. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about 1990.
2: This movie was released on October 19th of 1990. Uh, it had a budget of $4.2 million. It did only gross five point eight. In the screenplay, obviously it's a remake, but the screenplay was also written by George A. Romero for this one as well.
1: If I'm not mistaken, I don't think they changed much about the movie other than maybe they don't have the, you know, blocking the doors in real time. We'll Uh, see.
2: I hope they do. That'll be the best.
1: (laughs) 30 minutes of just...
2: (laughs) Nailing. Yeah. (laughs) That's... Uh, we're 12 it's uh that and it's a uh, this old house <laughs> episode all of a sudden bob vila comes out he starts teaching a hammering technique when
1: you want to block a door for zombies you actually want to put the two by four vertical <laughs> no
2: big tv shows from 1990 were cheers roseanne and a different world okay the number one song the week the movie came out was praying for you by george michael Other popular songs were Blaze of Glory by Jonathan Bon Jovi. Yeah. And also Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice.
1: Blaze of Glory was for Young Guns 2, right? Or what the first one? I don't
2: think it might have been the first one. Okay. But it was for one of them.
1: We should rewatch that movie.
2: Yeah.
1: I'd rather love that movie.
2: It has a really stellar cast. What kind of just caught me off guard just looking at this? Ice Ice Baby was only a number one song for one week. But I thought that was, I don't know, an insane hit.
1: I felt like it was like a cultural phenomenon. And one of the earlier songs that my mom... Obsessed over? Obsessed over and replayed quite a bit.
2: There was one this uh, week at Trivia. Yeah. A little Blue Cantrell.
1: Yeah. What was that? Did you just have a stroke? Blue
2: Cantrell. Um, Hit them up style.
1: Yeah. There's there's songs that my mom would become obsessed with and just replay Mm -hmm. on a loop.
2: Yeah. I remember uh, my friend Brian told me his mom single-handedly ruined the song Smooth by Rob Thomas and I think every
1: mom ruined that song.
2: I was like, oh, hey, you guys like that song? Me too. I'm (laughs) going to play it every day, six times a day. You should
1: see the dancing Ryan's doing right now.
2: (laughs) Popular movies from 1990. The number one movie for the year was Home Alone. Yes. Uh, Number two was Ghost noise i just thought of uh tony hale on community <laughs> teaching the pottery class and being like you are not allowed to reenact that scene yeah and he was dead serious he had a poster <laughs> He of um, like, patrick swayze and he's no like no ghosting
1: and it was the episode came out after patrick swayze had passed away and he's yeah. like i had this set before he passed <laughs> away <laughs> like, <he's, laughs> God. so
2: it's um, not in bad taste yeah um, and the number three movie of the year was Dances
1: with Wolves. Let me talk about a movie I fucking hated when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, because this lady... Another thing about somebody replaying it over and over again, but we had a almost like a nanny for a, a minute. Mm-hmm. That sounds like we were rich. We were not rich. But my mom's boss's wife would watch us a mm-hmm. lot during the day, and she loved that movie, and she played it constantly. To the point where I was like, I don't know who fucking Kevin Costner is, but I never want to to see his face again.
2: He, I think, was one of those actors, when I was growing up, I would hear the name. Yeah. And I had no clue about any of his movies. Because obviously, he wasn't making kids movies. No. To the point, I think as an adult, I've maybe seen two of his movies.
1: I've seen a lot of Kevin Costner movies. Because he was very popular in the 90s.
2: He's still popular, but I've just never... But I'm never saying, really like, appealed. in
1: the 90s, he was in everything. The Bodyguard?
2: He never saw it. Uh, I did see GFK. Robin Hood? Saw that. And then the other ones that I'm thinking of are, like, 13 Days I saw. Which yeah. is about 13 days. And long. then
1: there's ones that I think towards the end of him being, like, the number one actor. Or, like, Waterworld. And oh, it's, yeah. like, The Postman or something Postman,
2: like that. Postman. Ten Cup.
1: Yeah that, yeah, that one was good. But he wasn't in a lot of stuff, yeah. wasn't he in Bull Durham? I believe so. So. He's... And
2: he was in Field of Dreams, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't name
1: names. that one because it's just implied. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we went from zombies to Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Right
2: we hit on some Swayze. Yeah. Moved right on down the list.
1: Yeah. So this is Night of the Living Dead, 1990. Mm-hmm. Can't really find it on very many things, but you can rent it on Vudu and Amazon, so it's not like an obscure thing. Yeah. Or if you have that Vubo. Fubo. 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 I said Vubo. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um,
1: subscription service. Clearly, we
2: have it. If we can't even pronounce it, yeah,
1: <laughs> then it is available through that subscription service. Um, or you can own it like us because we're weirdos, and I literally own almost every single zombie movie ever made.
2: That is correct. Yeah. And what did we do yesterday?
1: We watched Zombieland Dose.
2: Zombieland Double Tap. Yes. And it was
1: delightful. It was really good. Yeah.
2: Go see it, guys.
1: Definitely wait until after the credits too for I'm not going to spoil yes. it but you're you're going to need to stay post credits. Yes. Mid mid credits, you have mid-credits, to. Mid credits. Yeah. 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 Excellent movie. Mhm. So, I guess we can go ahead and hit the Nope.
2: We're going to say whether or not we think it it holds
1: up. I'm sorry, guys. This is a total train wreck. (laughs) This is your first time listening. We're not like this. We're usually much more polished. Pause it right now. Go to the last episode. People under the stairs. Very, very polished. Yes. Today is just a a freak thing. Yeah. I can't even make sentences up here. (laughs) Do you think it's going to hold up?
2: I'm going to say, and this is obviously I've never seen this, so my basis on saying no is that I prefer the original Dawn of the Dead to the remake. So I'm gonna say like the original of this is probably better than the 90 remake. So I'm gonna say for that reason, no. But I'm gonna enjoy it because I love zombies. Okay.
1: I think, in a way, it will hold up. Okay. Because the things I remember from it is stuff that in comparison to the remake that I think they tried to fix a little bit mm-hmm. in the sense that they made Barbara, which is a main character in both these movies, they made her a lot stronger in the 1990 version. Okay. So just from that standpoint, I think it will hold up. In the sense, will it hold up to my adult standards, which is the real question? Mm-hmm. I don't think it will. Oh. I think some of the special effects might be a little cheesy i don't know if they maybe got the same people as you know all of romero's i i do want to look it up and see if they got the same kind of people Mm -hmm. like greg nicotero was already like learning how to do zombie makeup and stuff yeah at this point he was in day of the dead yes and he was um on the special effects department yeah so
2: he definitely learned from romero if he's in that yeah
1: well he learned from the guy who romero's guy i can't remember his name but so i don't know if they're they're using the same people Mm -hmm. but i still think it's gonna be cheesy because it's 1990 and there's gonna be maybe some characters that are like crazy over the top yeah um so i don't think it will hold up in that sense okay i don't know if it will be scary i think we're probably gonna laugh more than be scared
2: (laughs) i'm looking forward to this
1: so with that we're gonna go now we're gonna go hit the pausey pause hit the pausey pause and go watch this movie and come back and discuss it correct
2: okay and we're back we just finished watching night of the living dead
0: and
2: We're going to go ahead and break down our movie.
1: Like we always do.
2: Yeah! Got Ashley to say it this time. And first thing we're going to do, we're going to switch it up, and we're going to do our category, Well, Hello There, where we talk about any famous or recognizable actors and actresses that were in the movie, and there was some. Who did you notice?
1: Um, I just wanted to say real quick, we are changing it because we've noticed over the 30 or so episodes we've done, Sometimes we want to say the actor as we're discussing, like, fashion and technology. Mm-hmm. But then we feel like we can't because our category is later. Yes. We don't want to give away the random people that are in the movie. Mm-hmm. So we decided that this is going to be our first category going forward. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, that sucks. I don't <laughs> tell you. We're going to change it regardless. Yes. Um, the first person I noticed... Was Tony Todd. Mm-hmm. There was literally like just a couple people. Yeah, there's um,
2: not a ton of famous people.
1: And he plays Ben, which is one of the main characters. And he's been in a lot of stuff, including Chuck, mm-hmm. Candyman, among I, other things.
2: I did look at his uh, Wikipedia, mm-hmm. and he was in uh, Transformers, Rise of the Fallen. He, he's just a good character actor. He's been in a ton of stuff. Yes. One of the people I recognized was Patricia Tallman, Uh who plays Barbara, who I would say is probably the lead, or maybe you would say Tony Todd is. Big things that she was in was she was one of the main people in Babylon 5. Oh, okay. And she was on a lot of the different Star Treks. She was on Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager.
1: I did see that she was a stunt woman, too. Oh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So...
1: And she's done a lot of stunts for random movies, so it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, the other person I recognize that, honestly, all she does is sleep in the movie. But <laughs> her, it's an actress named Heather Major. This was her first role as a 14-year-old, but nowadays she's in a lot of different TV shows. She does a lot of episode arcs. She was in Awkward. She played uh, Sadie Saxon's mom, mm-hmm. who was a horrible mother. And uh, if if any of you have watched awkward, and then she most recently was in good trouble, which was that spin-off series uh, of The Fosters. Oh, okay, so gotcha. Yeah, she's been in quite a few things.
2: The other one I was gonna mention was I didn't particularly recognize her, but I, she's been in a lot of things of note was uh, Kate Finneran. She played um, I think it's Rudy Joe's or, <laughs> no, Judy Rose. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Judy Rose was the character's name. And I just almost killed Ashley. Uh the she is on Broadway a lot. Oh. And she has won multiple Tony awards. So, okay. Yes.
1: Surprising.
2: I was for me. very surprised to see that she won a Tony in 2002 for Noises Off and then also in 2010 for Promises Promises. Uh, some of the movies that she was in though were You've Got Mail, Chicken Little, Miscongeniality and Death to Smoochie.
1: Nice. Yes. She wasn't recognizable to me, but I will say one of my favorite parts of the movie was during the infamous hammering scenes. Oh my god! Which there were quite a few. I know yes. we had said it in before we watched the movie that we were wondered if they were gonna have them. But she was screaming and hammering at the same time because <laughs> she was afraid. So she's like, ah, ah. I'm like, I don't know if that's productive, man.
2: The way I, I I did not recognize her. It was I was going through just. Seen what the cast was in, and I'm like, oh wow, you're a Tony Award winner. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah.
1: That was all I had.
2: Yeah, no, I did not recognize
1: anybody else. So I guess we'll go to our next category, technology. Mm. You know the thing I realized? We're thrown off now because well, hello there's the one that you present, and technology. Yeah. So now we're gonna have to redo everything. Everything. Everything.
2: I like Uh, how you said it, though. You're like, our next category is technology.
1: (laughs) We don't have a joke. (laughs) We usually have a joke here. Now we don't.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know why technology is the only category where we have a joke as the opener.
2: I have no idea why. I don't know. But I always lead into it with one. Yeah. Never any other categories.
1: (laughs) Before we do move on, I did want to say, I had mentioned uh, before we watched the movie that I'd remembered the guy who was, like, makeup artist from the original movie, and he's the makeup artist uh, for all of George Romero's movies, mm-hmm. is Tom Savini, and he actually directed this movie. Yes. So, I couldn't remember his name. Yet. I didn't
2: know his name, and you're like, oh, Tom Savini directed it, and you showed me he was in Donna of, uh, of the Dead, the mm-hmm. original, the good one.
1: He plays the motorcycle gang leader. Yeah. Uh, so, now we can move on to technology, where we talk about technology
2: technology that is techie
1: (laughs) did you see anything
2: uh just i just had a couple there was a old radio Mm -hmm. and tony todd's character ben was listening to a radio update of what was going on because there's a zombie apocalypse occurring outside right but what i thought was interesting was it said the date was august 23rd 1989
1: well, they probably filmed it in I figured that It's that just makes, a very specific date.
2: Well, I thought it was, it makes sense that you would film it in then, but why wouldn't you take so, into consideration your filming like in Like most in 19- movies do? Yeah, like most movies do. So I just thought that was odd, but...
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I did catch that. Uh, one of the things I noticed, of course, there was a box television mm-hmm. upstairs. Well, when Ben and Tom find it, it's just doing like that broadcast, nothing's going on, so it's got that weird beeping noise and mm-hmm. stuff. And then when Harry Cooper finds it, it's actually showing a news broadcast and it's giving them the information about how they're zombies, but they don't know. Nobody really knows what's going on. The CDC
2: saying this. They're
1: they're zombie deniers. Yeah. And then, uh, but it's funny because he unplugs the TV Mm -hmm. and he picks it up. And there's, of course, an antenna, some rabbit ears on top. Yeah. And he just... They just fall down, and he's just like, I guess I don't need those, and he just takes it downstairs. Yeah. And then, of course, they, because he's the biggest asshole, spoiler really alert, is. and he's trying to take it down to the basement, and Ben is like, nah, bro, you can't take that, and he, ta- he tries to grab it from him, and they wrestle it and...
2: Drop it down the stairs. Yeah. Break it.
1: And then he's like, I wasn't trying to take it downstairs, and you're like, what? Yes, you were.
2: That was the thing I didn't understand, was his justification. After they've argued and now broken the TV, he's like, I wasn't trying to take it downstairs. It wouldn't even get reception. Because he left the antenna. But you literally were trying to take it downstairs yeah. very sneakily, too.
1: He's just the worst. Why don't you go,
2: hey, everyone, come see this TV that's giving us a news broadcast of what is actually happening.
1: That would be productive and... If there's one thing I learned about Harry Cooper in this movie is that he is not productive. No. At all. Ugh. He is the opposite. <laughs> he the complete opposite. Did you have anything else?
2: No, it was just the TV and the radio for me.
1: Okay. And there was no special features. There was like a making of featurette, but yeah. there wasn't any DVD trailers, sadly. Mm. No. Um, but the music score, especially in the beginning when uh, Barbara flees the cemetery. Uh-huh. It's so synthesized and yeah. '90s and sinister.
2: And it was the same thing at the very, very end when it was just playing still pictures. Yeah, it was like a real synthesized synthesized woodwind yeah. combination. <laughs> very bizarre. 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 Neither one of us can talk this afternoon.
1: <laughs> Did we like drink ten beers before mm. recording this?
2: Just a little cold brew coffee.
1: Um, do you want to move on? Yes. Do you want me to do this one so we're not so thrown off? Yeah, you okay. go ahead and do this one. This next category is called Kids Would Call It a Throwback. We Call It the Prime of Our Teens, where we talk about fashion, offensive jokes, and data references. What did you have?
2: Right at the very beginning when Barbara is they are driving to a cemetery. Her right. brother, uh, Johnny, is driving her so they can go visit their mother's gravesite.
1: Reluctantly.
2: Yeah, he was such a dick, saying, oh, she couldn't get buried somewhere near us. It's a two-hour drive, and you've come out here so many times. Like, it was the biggest inconvenience to drive your sister to go to your mother's gravesite. Guy's a douche. He got out of... And this should tell you what a douche he is. He got out of the car. He was wearing driving gloves. He
1: was. And his car's not that nice.
2: I, I think it was a Mercedes.
1: Oh, was it? It was like
2: an old one. Yeah. It wasn't very nice. I driving specifically really?
1: put... Her brother's wearing driving gloves. And for this, I don't mind that he got killed. (laughs) Because, really, dude?
2: One of my friends in high school, when he would, he had a driving hat he would wear.
1: Uh Uh-huh. He had the
2: glasses very similar to what Johnny was wearing. And he would put on driving gloves. Our friend Paul, because I know some of my friends listen to this and they're probably going, which one is he talking about? I'm like, Paul did that. He was weird.
1: But he was also... A child, I guess. This guy is like a 40-year-old who is actively wearing driving gloves. Drove a Mercedes.
2: Paul drove like a Kia. So it's
1: a little weird. Um, One of the first things uh, I noticed as far as fashion was the character Tom, who is one of the people that they find in the basement of this farmhouse they go to. Mm -hmm. It happens to be his uncle's farmhouse. Yes. He's wearing a Pittsburgh Steelers hat.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: And he has the worst sideburns of all time. Yes, the the one legitly is shaped like an L.
2: Yeah, they didn't match.
1: No, the other one wasn't. Trim shaped them up, like bro. That. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I don't know if it was maybe just the way hats were made back then. I know nowadays. It was nowadays, just like sitting. Yeah, like nowadays there's a screen in there that kind of pops up the front of your hat. Yeah. Which can be annoying because it really can make your hat sit up. But his was all like pushed in different places. But I think that was probably just how hats were made back then.
1: I felt like his hair was so voluminous; it was almost like a wig.
2: It might have been. Because that's a very good point. It was pushing out so far. Yeah. That or he just uses some really good conditioner. Mm Possible. Volumization.
1: The other thing that I pointed out was uh Sarah Cooper who is the daughter of Harry Cooper and I can't remember his wife's name.
2: I don't remember the wife's name either.
1: She's wearing like a yellow baby doll dress, which I know from watching the original several times that the original character pretty sure wore the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. The only problem is Sarah looks like she's 18. Yeah. Even though she is like the actress was 14, she's just mm-hmm. like a tall person. Mm-hmm. But she Looked way too old to be pulling off that dress. Like, they dressed her like she was five.
2: She was wearing the, like, it reminded me of the dress the doll wears in Toy Story 4.
1: Yes! And she even has the socks with the little lace, which I remember I had some of them, the socks, the white socks with little lace trim around them. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, that, you know, you, I feel like you dressed your five-year-old in, not a 14-year-old. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I looked it up. It was Gabby Gabby.
1: Yes. Gabby Gabby. Yeah. Toy Story 4.
2: Toy Story 4. Maybe that's what they designed Gabby Gabby off of. Because also, Gabby Gabby was creepy as hell. That's true. So.
1: That's very true.
2: Sorry, we just went on Toy Story (laughs) spiral.
1: Did you have anything else?
2: Just at the, towards the end... I don't know what you would describe it as that they're having almost like a carnival? Yeah. Get together? All everyone's wearing flannel.
1: Yes. Why so much flannel? Because they're in the middle of the sticks, man. It's just a bunch of rednecks celebrating killing a bunch of zombies.
2: That's very true. Food
1: trucks. Yeah, there was a food just, truck there. Yeah. There was mm. there was three food trucks. I counted three. Food I just trucks.
2: remember the one that was selling hot sausage.
1: Yeah. Because when you're killing zombies and burning their bodies, Sometimes you works want a up, yeah, it works up an appetite. Yeah. I did notice in that scene, you know, Barb is, I guess I'm going to put air quotes here, rescued by the group of redneck guys. Mm-hmm. And she wakes up in a jeep and she has an awesome acid wash. Jean denim, jacket. Yeah, denim yeah. jacket on. To I, complete her badass outfit. Yeah, which...
2: I totally had a acid wash denim jacket right around the same time. Apparently you I was would. taking my fashion choices from Barb. We,
1: we and
2: maybe the haircut style.
1: Yeah, kind of a badass haircut. Yeah. She does pull it off. She does. Did you have any offensive jokes or dated references?
2: I did not have any offensive <clears throat> jokes. Uh just a dated reference was I just the awful floral wallpaper that lined that farmhouse, farmhouse. yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah don't... there wasn't yeah. i do remember in the original there being some like racial oh. maybe some racial slurs mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure especially in the end mm-hmm. but there wasn't really anything like that no. um the only person that like hurls insults it seems like is harry cooper and they're all incredibly lame yeah and i'll talk about that later
3: what if you could have a career
1: I, the worst I could find was when the group of good old boys, as Ben called them at yeah. one point, uh, finds Barbara at the end of the movie. They call her little lady. And I was like, bitch, she just like fended off like 10 zombies yeah, by herself.
2: Yeah. No, she, she was not a little lady. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's a lady in the sense she's a female.
1: But out of everything that was not even remotely offensive. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. There wasn't even a lot of dialogue in parts of the movie, so...
2: No. Lots of hammering.
1: Lots of hammering. (laughs) Do you want to move on? Yes. Hey, guys. It's Ashley. And Ryan. And we just want to tell you something super, super exciting.
2: We're going to tell you about our new podcast that we're starting. Yes. It's going to be called Ruining Our Childhood Presents...
1: Are we still afraid of the dark?
2: Question.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's going to be a weekly podcast that's going to come out every Saturday where we rewatch the 1990s classic TV show, Are You Afraid of the Dark?
1: Yes. The Nickelodeon classic. Yes. And it will be starting on November 2nd. Yes. That's Saturday, November 2nd. Just search your podcast app. It's going to be a separate podcast from Ruining Our Childhood, but we'll still be doing Ruining Our Childhood, so don't worry about that. Mm -hmm. Check it out. We're going to be pretty much making fun of a childhood classic and ruining our childhood.
2: Exactly. That's what we do. It's what we do. Check it out November 2nd, and we'll talk to you guys later.
1: Okay. Bye. Bye. Go ahead and say this one.
2: Our next category is called... Is it even good? That's where we talk about the plot and we give our plot holes. Yes. Funniest line and cringiest line.
1: And we also added uh, two things to this. Best zombie kill. Yes. And favorite zombie. Correct. Because there's one thing we've learned about watching zombie movies, especially Romero movies, is that there's specific zombies that Mm -hmm. are amazing. Yes. Every zombie is a little different. I feel like that's the one thing I like about his movies is each zombie has a different look to them whereas in some movies it's just all like It gives it some character. Yeah.
2: That would be kind of my knock on the first Zombieland. They tried to uh, create some distinction between the zombies and the second one. Yeah. But... Romero, like, you would always point out zombie with gun. Yes, and Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, and... zombie. Exactly, like, because it gives it some characterization, and it's not just a random guy going... Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, these zombies are... There's a reason why people, like, nickname Slow Zombies Romeros, because they are ridiculously slow, Mm -hmm. but they still have some character to them. Yeah. Because they're very unique. Definitely. What did you think about the plot?
2: I, until probably... I'm gonna say ten years ago, I thought the whole idea of a zombie uprising was silly, and that bodies come back from the dead and all this. But then I remember when there was people taking bath salts and basically becoming walking zombies and eating people's faces and crap like that. I'm like, yep, it's believable. Yeah. Yeah. Drugs, man. Drugs. For sure. So it might not be the undead. It might be the coked up.
1: <laughs> I think as far as it being a horror movie, it's a believable thing. There's definitely some things I was... I think for me, zombie movies are more about how the people react to the situation they're in. Mm-hmm. And some of these characters, I felt like, did not react like humans should react. No. Or they did not prioritize things that they should have prioritized in a event like this. Yeah. And that to me makes it not so believable, but also I guess it makes it kind of funny. Sure. I did think there was a quite a few good scares in the movie. Yeah. We talked about the beginning of the movie. There's they're in the funeral or the cemetery, Mm -hmm. and the first zombie they see, they see this old man like staggering, and he has blood on his forehead, and he's but he's talking. He's not a zombie. No. Which I'm like, where did that guy go? By the way, he just disappeared. But he, yeah. you're so focused on him that all of a sudden the zombie comes out from like the left side of the screen mm-hmm. and attacks uh, Johnny, yeah, Bar- Barbara's brother. But that like freaked me out because it was it was a good jump scare.
2: It was a good one, and then it was immediately followed with. The zombie being on Johnny's back. Yes. And Johnny kind of losing his balance, falling head first into a tombstone. Yes. And like you said, you could tell it was a dummy. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I gasped because I was not expecting someone to take a header into a tombstone. Like, yeah. Literally, he's dead.
1: It's a vicious way to die.
2: Yeah. But it was a right off the bat. They hit you with a couple good actual <gasps> yeah, moments.
1: For sure. Yeah. Should we move on to plot holes? Yes. Did you have any?
2: My, and it kind of, after, at the time, I thought it was a plot hole. But then the further I got into the movie was... When Harry and Todd, who were in the basement, come upstairs, you just keep hearing Harry's wife, Helen, down in the basement yelling, like, what's going on up there? Repeatedly. Yeah. Walk your ass (laughs) up the stairs and look. But then the more you saw Harry on the screen, you realize he's a controlling dick. Yes. And he didn't want her upstairs, so she's not coming upstairs. So (laughs) when it first happened, I was like, dude, go upstairs. After a while, I'm like, oh, okay, your husband's a psychopath. (laughs) I get it. I get it.
1: Yeah, that definitely is one of the ones. I just did a whole, like, securing the house, not montage, it was a good chunk of the movie.
2: It really was.
1: Where they're just hammering and then yelling and then hammering and Mm. yelling and fighting. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus, man, are you trying to attract more zombies?
2: That's an excellent point. There was a solid, I would say, 20 minutes of hammering. Right. And I don't know how I would react in a zombie apocalypse, but the character Ben and Harry are just yelling all the time. And then uh, Judy Rose.
1: (laughs) Rudy (laughs) Joes.
2: Rudy Joes. So Rudy Jose, I guess. (laughs) She's just screaming. Yes. Half the time, there's not zombies trying to get in the house and she's just yelling.
1: I feel like her character took a little bit uh, more of the Barbara role from the original where she was just ca- catatonic at times mm-hmm. and just screaming and was not really helpful at all. Whereas the Barbara in this version, she she's like that at first because yeah. I think she's trying to process.
2: She's reacting how I would imagine I would react if, oh my God, there's an undead thing trying
1: to attack me. Yeah. But yeah. But they don't even really know that they're undead. They don't know what the hell is going on. You know, I feel like in a lot of the movies nowadays, because we're in the society where we know zombies, we know what a zombie looks like. Yeah. So I think in when zombie movies are written nowadays or shows, mm-hmm. we kind of poke fun at that, like we already know what's going on. But in this movie, they're they're trying to process it in real time. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on? Like, they don't want to believe that it's undead. They think it's a virus or drugs or something. They're trying to think of it in realistic terms and when it's not supposed to be realistic. I did want to talk about Tom being an absolute idiot.
2: Go on.
1: (laughs) So, they hatched this plan for Tom, Judy Rose. Judy Rose. And Ben to go fill the truck up with gas because... His uncle just happens to have a, a gas, gasoline thing. I don't know. Fuel pump? A fuel, fuel station, pump. I guess? Yeah. yeah. In his backyard, basically. Mm-hmm. And they get there and they realize they don't have the right keys. Yeah. And instead of, I don't know, going back to the house, because they probably had enough gas to drive back to the house because it really wasn't that far. Yeah. Tom shoots the fuel line. And there's also a torch In the back, which I'm like, why do you have that torch in the back of the truck?
2: Yeah, Ben threw it in there. Yeah. But you could have easily... Open flames at fuel pumps, not good idea.
1: No, and then (laughs) shooting a gun at a fuel pump, also not great idea.
2: When he did it, I was like, what
1: the hell are you doing? He... I feel like these characters unnecessarily panic at every little corner. Uh There wasn't even really zombies around them at the time. Yeah. And he's yelling at his girlfriend to go back and get Ben because he's not even that far away. He can walk to them. He
2: fell out of the truck bed and he's maybe 30 yards back.
1: Yeah. It was not. He has to fend off like 10 zombies, but he's really. uh, Maybe priorities, man. Again priorities is the main thing of this movie that everybody lacks yes they do except for a select few did you want to move on to our funniest moment Mm.
2: yes so i'll go first i guess (laughs) you just asked did i want to move on and then i'm like she didn't say what is yours so so my funniest uh moment was you talked about? They're they're trying to secure the house. They're putting everything they can over every window, and they're looking for some doors to use. Yeah. And Ben and Tom are upstairs, and they, you know, he grabs a door. He's like, "Oh, this door's a piece of crap." Tom, to his credit, goes, "It's better than nothing." Good point. So what does Ben do to prove that it's not better than nothing? He punches his hand right through it, and yeah. he's like, see, it's it's terrible. Yes. Yeah, it's an interior door. They're not the most secure things in the world. But he brings up a valid point. Better than nothing.
1: If you layer it with something else, it just helps with the protection. Yeah.
2: Um, you know what it's better? It's better than glass. <laughs> which is what you have.
1: That was part of my funniest moment. Oh. Because let me tell you a little thing about Ben. I don't know what, he, where, when and where he did it. But that guy had to have done some cocaine at some point. <laughs> yes. After the other people revealed themselves from the basement. Mm-hmm. Because, because of that. Yeah. Just punching holes through doors. Uh, the other part was he, before that, they were nailing stuff to the windows. And he's cheering on Tom because he nailed a table to the door. And, and he's just like, good job, buddy. Like, he's just <laughs> yelling. And then... He comes, you know, fighting with uh, Harry. Mm -hmm. They're just like rage monsters. And there was another part where I was just like, did he just everything he was doing? He was just like, I don't know if it was adrenaline from being like, we're almost going to die because all these zombies are coming in the house. Or if he just literally did a couple lines of cocaine.
2: And what's funny is that those scenes actually encapsulated my funniest and then the cringiest part. Go ahead. was you kind of talked about it was they hammered a table to a wall yes but it was when ben gets the idea in his head and like you said he's coked up <laughs> to hammer it. he's like tom come here they flip the table over snap the legs off i don't know why and he's just yelling he's like come on come on yeah stop yelling why are you yelling yeah non-stop and the only justification i can have He is on cocaine.
1: Yeah, I mean, what else are you going to do during the inevitable zombie apocalypse? He is coked out of his
2: mind. What was your cringiest moment?
1: Mine was just something really simple, but it's after Tom and Judy Rose come upstairs and introduce themselves, Mm -hmm. and he's telling Judy Rose, like, he needs to go help them, and she's, like, going, why are we going to help them? And he kisses her. And it's the cringiest kiss I've ever seen in my life. It was awkward. It was gross. Gross. And that stuff is always going to get me. Any sort of non-chemistry or awkward kisses are always going to be the thing I choose over anything. Yes. Do you want to move on to our best zombie kill, which I actually forgot to put down something. Oh. So, awkward.
2: My best zombie kill which i guess it turned out he didn't even kill him because they had to go back and kill him it was at the very beginning barbara was on the farm yeah and ben drives up in a truck and there's a zombie just standing there and ben just mows the fucker down
1: that one was good that was definitely one of my favorites
2: and he didn't die
1: yeah <laughs> was, that's true
2: he was up there a little later and then to go out there and kill him
1: i think i liked The one where I'll just say the Gandhi zombie, Mm -hmm. because there's a zombie that you point out. I won't say what you named him. Yeah. But Barbara kills him and Judy Rose is all upset because apparently it's somebody they know from town. Yeah. But obviously he's a zombie now, Mm -hmm. but she still doesn't get that. Yeah. And she's screaming, saying, you killed him, you killed him. And the next one comes in and he looks like Gandhi. Yes. He's just, you know, look up a picture of Gandhi if you don't know who I'm talking about. In case you don't know who Gandhi is. And And not Daniel Stahl
2: Gandhi. No. No. (laughs) That half of our listeners don't know.
1: She shoots him. To prove a point, she shoots his body. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, he's not alive. But he's still living. He's still moving because I shot him five times. So she shoots him in the head. And, you know, voice of reason, as I like to call Barbara.
2: (laughs) Very true.
1: So let's talk about some of those zombies. Your favorite?
2: Mine was you talked about him. He I guess is Mr. Magruder. Yeah. Was his name? But I called him Anthony Bourdain zombie. He did look like Anthony. Because he looked like Bourdain, and he just walked up to a wall and he was just shimmying at it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love these zombies. But he died. One of my favorites was the what I like to call the bar fight zombie, because uh, towards the end they're just showing. They're just showing a montage of different kinds of zombies. Yeah. It's amazing. And there's a zombie that has a knife in his gut. He's just walking <laughs> around. And I was like, he got into a bar fight. You can tell. He no. looks like the type.
2: I think there was one that we probably both would have as honorable mention. And that was heroin zombie.
1: Heroin overdose zombie.
2: He legit had, had, a a, needle. had a needle in his arm and he had the tie off too. Yeah. It was disturbing.
1: For sure. And then the one you mentioned that Ben hit with a truck, that yeah. dude had a five head, so I named him Five Head Zombie. because <laughs> His forehead was huge.
2: Huge.
1: There was quite a few. There was a lady with a baby doll, zombie with a baby doll. She's yeah. just mm-hmm. hanging out. Barbara ends up shooting her in the head. So, yeah. you know. Oh, and my favorite, actually, was the old man crazy-eyed zombie in the crowd when Ben has a torch and he just he, he jumps hide. backwards. He's like, oh. Yeah. yeah, he's like Dracula. <laughs> like he shields his face. Like <laughs> a cape himself. But his eyes are just. That guy should win an Emmy, or a selling, Oscar.
2: Selling with the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Good eye acting. Very good. Um, did you have any additional notes? We kind of touched on it, and it was
1: so much damn hammering. Yes.
2: So much damn yelling. That upset me. All the yelling. Stop. Yelling.
1: well that's what i was saying earlier is that they just the but the plot is that i to me that's not the best way to approach you know trying to hide from zombies you want to keep a low profile but i guess in a way they don't really know that because they don't know what they're dealing with
2: yeah losing your head and yelling never a good idea
1: oh yeah i mean the the amount of unproductiveness that a lot of the characters deal with yeah they're just the worst.
2: They really were.
1: I'm surprised any of these people survived as long as they did. Yeah. And spoiler alert, majority of them died. Yeah, very true. 90% died.
2: And should be noted, one of the characters was straight up murdered by Bar- Barbara straight up murders Harry. Yeah. He's a terrible person, but she basically executed him.
1: Yeah, but did he deserve it? she still murdered him yeah but he deserved it he i'm did. sorry i he don't condone it. violence or murder but
2: <laughs> i don't often condone murder but that motherfucker deserved to be murdered
1: um i didn't i think we talked about all my additional notes in previous categories so if you want to move on to
2: as always, on Ruining Our Childhood, it is award season. We like to give out two awards every week, the first of which is a Valedictorian to the Nicolas Cage Online School of Bad Acting. Who did you give your award to?
1: Well, it's interesting you met, uh, mentioned her murdering Harry because I gave it to Harry. Really? Harry Cooper. Harry Cooper, okay. Because he's just the worst character of all time.
2: He was pretty bad.
1: But not just because he was a coward and mean he had the worst comebacks of all time. He called people lame brains. Ooh. And yo-yos. Yeah. He's like, you yo-yos are going to yeah. die. And then, so he's the master of comebacks mm-hmm. and complete denial that the situation is even going on. I,
2: I liked how he wanted to be in the basement mm-hmm. and upstairs they're trying to secure everything and they're putting windows over But they're like, oh, there's more doors downstairs. Right. So Ben gets him to open the door after doing the thing your parents would do, counting down from three until you do the something. And he was yelling at Ben like, no, you either come down here now or you don't get to come down here. Like,
1: what? Yeah.
2: You got to come down here now.
1: Because he was just so afraid of the situation. And then he is no help at all. There's multiple times where they're having issues when they're trying to secure the house where zombies are getting in. Mm -hmm. And him and his wife decide to have a kerfuffle in the middle of it. And I'm like, this is not helping, guys. He hit her. Yeah. Yeah. And then at one point, Tom is trying to seal this door and there's a zombie that grabbed him. And he's like, Harry grab something to hit him and he's like staring at him like "Uh," and then he does it very slowly i'm like come on dude some urgency here while we're young yeah and then just to top it off he makes his wife go back downstairs to be murdered by his zombie daughter Mm -hmm. and then also decides to be the least productive member of their team by trying to steal the gun from what i now, say, is the most productive member of their team, Barbara, who was actively shooting zombies so that Ben could come back. Yeah. And he's like, I want that gun. I <laughs> want that gun. And he was just, the actor himself wasn't completely bad, but he was a little over the top and he had crazy eyes all the time.
2: He was very over the
1: top. Yeah. Yeah. But that was my, my choice. <laughs> who was yours?
2: I gave it to uh, our tony award winner
1: rudy <laughs> jose
2: <laughs> yeah rudy jose uh kate finneran and you kind of touched on a lot of the points that i was gonna make of this the awkward forceful kiss between her and tom cringeworthy right and when anthony bourdain zombie is coming into the house he's clearly a zombie. And you, you at this point, people have been, uh, zombies have been trying to get into the house for a while. And, and,
1: like, your boyfriend's
2: uncle? Yeah. And you know these things are not good. And she's screaming at Barbara for shooting Mr. Magruder. And she's just repeatedly screaming, someone put some duct tape over her fucking mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Not helpful. And... When Tom suggested, uh, prior to this, he suggested we should just start boarding up the windows. She just starts yelling yeah. right then and there. There's no zombies at this point trying to get into the house. Mm-hmm. And she's just yelling. Stop fucking yelling. I don't know how she evolved into a good actress and won awards. I don't know. <laughs> Other than the award we just gave her.
1: That's true. Now she she's going for that EGOT. <laughs> Um, should we move on to the Thomas J. Hinks Award for Exceptional Acting? Yes. Who did you give yours to?
2: You're gonna laugh. I gave it to Tom. And you mentioned how he was an idiot, and shot a gas pump, and blew up. Yes. Pittsburgh Steelers hat aside, <laughs> he was the only remotely likable person, in my opinion. Like, he, you could tell, was a good person. He wasn't one just running around yelling.
1: Yeah, he was calm. He was pretty
2: calm. So he was calm. He was likable. I was kind of sad he died.
1: Yeah, in such every... a
2: stupid way. Uh, yeah, and but like you said, he blew himself up. So he's kind of an idiot. Who are you giving your award to?
1: I gave mine to Barbara, mm-hmm. Patricia Tallman, because I feel like out of all the characters, she did have the most growth. She did. Um, And I also, comparing her to the original Barbara in the 1968 version, where Barbara literally goes catatonic almost the whole movie, Mm -hmm. barely talks, just screams, and I thought, this Barbara quickly starts to become the smartest of the group, literally after she puts pants on. It's quite funny. (laughs) She decides, she ripped her skirt that she was wearing, so she puts these pants on. As you pointed out while we were watching the movie... In front of Judy Rose. Yeah. Go into the bathroom. Sure, go ahead. Take your pants off. Cool. But she had the most common sense out of all the characters. Like, the whole time they were sitting there yelling and fighting, Mm -hmm. uh, Harry and Ben, Mm -hmm. she's just staring at them like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. And she becomes kind of a badass. She's better at shooting than most of the people. And she is literally like, get your priorities straight, guys, when Harry and Ben are shooting at each other towards the end of the movie yeah because that's productive you know don't shoot these zombies out here that are trying to kill us you you go ahead and kill your each other that's fine she does cry quite a bit but i thought it wasn't bad like she had a good scream queen she did vibe going on and i felt like it was a realistic emotion to the situations that they were in she
2: definitely accepted and processed what was happening i would say the quickest out of everyone yeah okay, the world is different now, there are zombies, we need to be in survival mode. Right. She did go through a screaming stage, but she moves out of it, and like you said, she develops into quite the badass.
1: Yeah, so. and it's funny because earlier in the movie, she's she's looking outside and she's going, these zombies are super slow, we could probably just walk past them and be okay. <laughs> and, and it's kind of funny because then at the end of the movie, she does just that, she's yeah. just walking past a majority of them. And they're so slow that she's just not even phased by them. Which I always remembered as a kid. At the end of the movie, she's just walking past them, not yeah. even phased. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was like such a badass move. It's very true. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But Good, good pick.
1: Yeah. So, we can move on to deciding, does this movie hold up? I what know
2: prior to this, I said I didn't think it would. Uh-huh. I will say, I didn't think there was... I thought the special effects given that they're very simple. Yeah. Very good special effects. The zombies look pretty good. hmm And I could have done without all the yelling and screaming and hammering, but it was a pretty darn good movie. Yeah. So I was wrong. It I was, thought it held up good.
1: It was enjoyable enjoyable watch. The thing that I think dates it is definitely some of the overacting, which mm-hmm. I always notice in 80s and 70s movies where people overact a little when they're scared or... Yeah. When they're yelling for no reason, like, there's no subtlety. It's just really, really over the top. But I, besides that, I thought it was a really enjoyable movie. Mm-hmm. And I didn't particularly like the ending because I feel like comparing it to the original, the other one had more of a social impact and kind of had a message. Where this one was just kind of like, yeah, get revenge. Mm-hmm. He's an asshole. And like when the rednecks shoot Ben in the original, he's alive. And I'm pretty sure they say the N-word and they're like, ah, he's probably a zombie. Let's just shoot him. Mm -hmm. But in this one, they shoot him because he is actually a zombie. So it's, it's not as chilling.
2: I did like when they shoot him. They're 10 feet away.
1: They miss like twice. Yeah,
2: he misses twice. Yeah. By three feet?
1: Makes you wonder how he survived so much other than he was in a group of rednecks that were... Somebody in that group had to be good at shooting.
2: They seemed like they embraced the idea of hunting people
1: yeah and that was like disturbing barbara's observation at at what i like to say zombie fest <laughs> Z- 1989
2: <laughs> zombie fest eighty nine, where they
1: were shooting zombies from trees i honestly think that's what people would do in a real life situation there would be the people that treat it as a fun game and then there's the people like barb or ben who were actively upset that they had to shoot these people right.
2: But excited they got to do some hammering.
1: Yes. (laughs) Sorry. Or do cocaine.
2: (laughs) Or snort. I'm thinking Tom's
1: uncle had something upstairs. Yep. And, you know, Ben didn't want to share with
2: everybody. A lot of the bit of the uh, nose candy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it was a good watch, guys, if you want to watch it. Definitely. Watch both of them. Compare and contrast. Absolutely. Write an essay. Send yeah. it to us at ruiningourchildhood at gmail.
2: And you will learn some good carpentry skills from yeah. these
1: movies. That's true. Who needs
2: this old house?
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: We appreciate you guys making us part of your... You guys. W- you, guys. you guys. making us part of your week and listening.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm really warm in here. Yeah, it it's is It's like a hot. sauna in our it room. Is. Yeah.
2: We ask that you give us a review and a subscribe over on the apple podcast app or whatever app you're listening to us on
1: yeah if there's a like button or review or comment just send us something so we know you're out there yeah it's nice it's nice to know that what we're putting out there somebody's actually appreciating it It, or at least tolerating it
2: i said we got some messages this week of people that were upset about Podcoin closing which we were too and where they are listening to so we appreciate that
1: yeah for sure and, uh, also you can follow us on our social medias, uh, Instagram at Ruining Our Childhood.
2: At Facebook at Ruining Our Childhood.
1: And also at Twitter at ROC Movie Podcast. Yeah.
2: And we will see you guys next week with the final episode of our Halloween Spooktacular. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. thanks again for listening, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.